It's the start of a new year. Time to get things done. Maybe you've made a few New Year's resolutions, and often people include a resolution about improving health and well-being. A common goal might be to get our diet in order. But being busy individuals or having other health complexities, it's easier said than done. Well, what role does telehealth play in allowing more people to access professional support to help achieve their goals? Well, in this episode, we're discussing the role of a dietitian and the importance of proper nutrition with Chloe McLeod. She's a registered dietitian and founder of Verde Nutrition Co. In this episode, we delve into the duties of a dietitian and how they can assist individuals to help achieve their health goals through informed food choices and adequate nutrients. We also discuss the benefits of telehealth and helping people access nutrition services and fit it all into their busy schedule. We also touch on the role of dietitians in the medical space and how they work with other professionals in providing clinical referrals for patients with chronic diseases or eating disorders. And we talk about the availability of Medicare rebates for these types of services. So let's get stuck into it, shall we? Collaboration starts with a conversation, Team Health Tech. Let's make it happen. This is Talking Health Tech with me, Peter Birch, featuring content and community about technology in healthcare. With me today is Chloe McLeod, Managing Director and Dietitian at Verde Nutrition Co. She's an expert in nutrition for optimizing human potential and has previously led multiple successful businesses in the nutrition space. Hey, Chloe, how are you going? I'm really well, Pete. Thanks so much for having me on the podcast. I've been really excited to have this chat because we chat in between things from time to time and long before this podcast, or at least a few years before this podcast. So it's great to be able to chat in this capacity now and hear about what you're doing. So thank you for making the time. Oh, it's my pleasure. And um, it's been been really great to, you know, when, as we were chatting before we hit record, when we first met, however many years ago that was now, seeing where each other's directions have gone over the last few years, it's been really cool. Yeah, unreal. So let, let's unpack it a bit more. And for those that don't know you, tell us a bit more about you and, and what you do. Yeah, of course. So um, my background is as a dietitian and I've been working as a dietitian since 2009. I started to work for myself in 2016 and a few different things have gone on between 2016 and, and since this year, but I, I launched Verde Nutrition Co. in January of this year. So January 2022, not sure when this one's coming out. And Verde is all about telehealth nutrition and helping individuals access the correct nutrition expert for their needs because it's via telehealth rather than having to go to a clinic and hope that the dietitian who works from that clinic has the expertise that they need. That's what you do. And before we dive into the whole telehealth side of it, being a dietitian or as a, as a regular punter on the street, why, why would I go to a dietitian? And like, there's lots of options available. There is me. lots of options. What does a dietitian yeah. do? Um, it's a great question. So I think there's a lot of a, a maybe a misconception out there of, you know, you go see a dietitian, they're going to put you on diet, tell, tell you to eat lettuce and, and that's about it. I don't think I've ever met a dietitian who doesn't actually really love food. Um, most of us do anyway. And it's really about, from my perspective and when I'm working with people, it's about helping to optimize someone's diet so that they can achieve what they want to achieve. So maybe you're somebody who is suffering digestive issues and it's having an impact on your quality of life and impact on how you're able to focus at work. If we can manage those through your diet, that's going to help you to feel better. It's going to help you to perform better. Or maybe you are finding that you like getting some brain fog, just struggling to, to concentrate. 
not performing at your best, maybe there's some nutrition changes that we can make to to help you to, to perform better on a daily basis. So from my perspective, regardless of, you know, you're in an office, you're a mum at home with the kids, maybe you're somebody who's older and retired, it doesn't really matter who you are. There's nutrition changes that most people can make to help them to feel better and and do better in life. That I mean, that's so true. And I think about when you mentioned the mum thing and the busy business person, there'd be so many people that would listen and go, yeah, that'd be good if I had the time. Like it, but it becomes this kind of constant spiral thing. I mean, you, you you know, you know it all too well as well yourself. But you know, I mean, how do you balance that whole kind of, you know, you need to fix something, but at the same time, I haven't got time to fix anything. <laughs> so yeah. it's this constant burning platform. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel it as before we hit record, we're talking about all the children and all the juggle and, you know, it, it is all very real. Mm. That's actually part of the reason for telehealth since since my oldest daughter was born and, and she's three now. I haven't since gone back into office to do in-person sessions. That was a decision that I made pre-COVID and COVID kind of fostered that a little bit, which is, you know, one of the positive side effects of that. But, you know, you've got a 30-minute appointment, 45-minute appointment. That's literally the only window that you need when it is a telehealth appointment, you're not having to hop in the car, you're not having to pack the kids in the car, which we all know how, how much extra time that adds on. Um, People <laughs> underestimate the getting in the car. They really bit, do. They? <laughs> they really do. You know, you're not having to worry about traffic. You're not having to worry about, you know, maybe a speeding fine because you're running late or a parking yeah. fine because maybe your practitioner was running a little bit late or whatever it might be. So it just t- takes away some of the barriers and it means that it takes less time out of your day to help you to take care of yourself. And being a dietitian as well, there, there, there wouldn't be too much... Like, so having a consultation is, it, the format lends itself so nicely to telehealth, I'd imagine. It, it really does. It's um, one of the really fortunate things. It's unusual that we need to touch people. So certain situations we do, and that obviously doesn't lend itself to telehealth, but I'll say like 95, 97, somewhere in the high 90s range of percentages, um, we don't need to touch people. And so we literally sit and have a chat. So it lends itself beautifully to telehealth. On top of that, if somebody is at home, um, it means that you can have a little sneak peek in their fridge, in their pantry, and um, yeah, you know that cool. that helps to be able to to see what's actually going on in that instance as well. Or if they're in the office, then they're not having to leave the office, run around, all that sort of thing. So it, I think it really lends itself to people also being more comfortable. So thinking about you know I'm sitting here on my couch at the moment, and you know it's pretty comfortable. Most people, when they're in their own homes, they are more comfortable. So I've found since doing telehealth, and it's it's been a few years I've been doing it now, people are often a little bit more willing to share, maybe a little bit more open than maybe they otherwise would have been if they are coming into that clinic setting, which you know has that sort of medical feel about it. So I think helping people to feel comfortable and, and share what's going on. I mean, food is fuel and all those sorts of things, but a huge part of food is behavioral and, and emotional as well. So having clients or patients, however you want to frame them, be more comfortable and be more open means you're able to help them more effectively. Mm. And it's a topic too that, you know, cause I've seen on you out on socials and the things that you do generally, there's, there's a lot of one-on-one work that you do with clients, but also, you know, from an employer's perspective, there's that big kind of, not just a re- responsibility or like a duty of care point of view that they have in ensuring you know, employees are, are happy and healthy and have the right resources and tools. But from like you were talking before about from a performance side, if if businesses are wanting people to work at their best, it's from a health and diet perspective, it really kind of all starts there, right? It certainly does. And I think whether you're looking at food that's provided 
in an office setting and and optimizing that or whether it's providing that more personalized one-on-one support for individuals. Part of what we do is EAP style programs for businesses where we do one-on-one sessions with staff to help them optimize their health. And that's whether they've got a medical condition or whether they're somebody who is just wanting to optimize how they feel so that they can perform better at work. It works either way. And that's it's actually a really satisfying part of, of what we do and, and seeing some of the outcomes that we're getting with our clients there is really fantastic. If you've been kicking around this industry a bit like me, or maybe even you're brand new to digital health, you've probably worked out that health tech is not an individual sport. Whatever you're trying to achieve, whether you're delivering healthcare for patients or you're building health technology, or perhaps you're helping deploy solutions across health systems, you need a tribe, a community of like-minded individuals who just get it that if we're going to transform healthcare, then technology is going to play a huge part in it. So to learn and connect about health tech and level up your game, consider joining our THT Plus membership community. We've got options for every stage of growth, whether you're a solo individual or a startup or scale-up company. As an individual, you get access to our exclusive community forum, you get a warm intro to two other members from me each month, you get free access to our quarterly virtual summits and a bunch of other exclusive goodies. Companies can bring team members into the community, plus you get a presence on our website as a THT Plus member, you can post content like news events and jobs, and of course we love to showcase our members, so when you join as a company THT Plus member, you'll get to appear on this podcast with your very own episode. This podcast is made possible through the support of our members, it's literally the heart of everything we do, so consider joining as a THT Plus member, you can join anytime online, just go to talkinghealthtech.com slash THT plus. And it's across industries too, because I've seen you've done a lot of work with sports teams in the past. You've worked with the big corporates too. Is it, yeah. it, it kind of applies <laughs> to everyone, right? It certainly does. So I was head of nutrition at the Parramatta Eels for, for five seasons, um, which was a lot of fun and a really great team to work with. And in that specific instance, it's pretty clear that we know that from a sports performance perspective, nutrition has a huge impact. But that translates perfectly into the workplace as well. So, mm. you know, if you're coming into work, you haven't eaten breakfast, you're living on coffee and then, you know, it gets to the afternoon, you haven't eaten, you're starving. So, you know, that's when the chocolates come out. You're not performing at your best when you're fueling yourself that way. And I know that that sort of iteration, it's a, it's a common thing I hear. You're talking so, to other people, um, right? Not me directly, right? <laughs> um, it's a co- really common thing that happens. And, you know, I'm sitting here with my coffee as well. I'm not, I'm not certainly not hanging on coffee. It's a, it's an important part of the day, but by fueling yourself better through the day, it means that you're able to think more clearly. You're able to make better decisions. You're able to make clearer decisions. And as well, you generally feel better because you're working in a field capacity. And so that's whether you're sitting at work, looking at a screen all day, or whether you're running around on the field, yeah, your fueling requirement's going to be a bit different, but fueling appropriately is completely important regardless of the situation that you're in. Yeah. And I think there's, there's something in it too about, yes, being realistic about the situation that you're in, you know, if your work calls for you to be sitting at a desk, most of the time there's, there's always room to optimize or at least working with the best with what you've got and not having unrealistic expectations. Maybe you don't have the flexibility to get out and go for a run every single lunchtime or something, but if it means you can make small changes, then, then that's probably how you. Yeah, exactly. And, and a big part of what we talk about to people is it's about starting where you are and, and working with what you can do and making small changes at a time. We all know that if you try to overhaul something, it's often sort of short-term pain and short-term gain, whereas if it's you're making small changes at a time and building those healthy habits, that's where the magic is. Yeah. 
And so then think about this, what you do now with Verde Nutrition Co and the telehealth model. We've talked a bit about the different stakeholders, I guess, in terms of the individual clients and patients who receive care and then from an employer's perspective and looking after groups of people. But I imagine as well, it's really important to have those strong relationships. And there's a lot of interest from the clinician's side too, or like how, because you know, at being a dietitian, you're, you're in that referral pathway, right? For potentially a patient might go see a GP in the first instance. And yep. so this kind of service might be really useful from a GP's perspective. Yeah, exactly. So a GP's perspective, particularly if you're wanting to utilize Medicare referrals, so the chronic disease management plan or the, or the eating disorder plans that are out there, then they can be used for telehealth still. You don't have to have done any in-person sessions with the person in order for that to happen, which is excellent. One of the things that I think works really well is that having that relationship with the referrers. So whether it's the GP, whether it's a specialist, whether it's other allied health professionals, you know, we all know that, you know, when you like someone, you're probably more likely to refer to them, right? So one of Verde's biggest referrers is someone who I used to work with, who we became good friends. And as a result of that, we're still working together, albeit in separate companies today. Mm. And that, you know, is one of the things that sort of flows on over time and, I think you can't underestimate the value of relationships and, and how important they are. And, you know, you and me is a good example, you know, you cross uh, yeah. paths with people and, you know, then you come back into each other's lives and it's, it's a really nice thing. So I, you know, I, I've mentioned this so often about healthcare generally, but I guess it's, it's life, right? Where there's a pretty small circle and that, that whole six degrees thing. So, you know, particularly for those that might be, I guess, at any stage of their career, whether they're building something or just whether it's a product or, or a company or even just their own you know, career, not burning bridges, like obviously being, being not being a jerk. That's always been my thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a jerk. Exactly. Don't be a jerk and you'll be fine, right? Because no, you're totally right. The, you, you might not necessarily have a clear pathway to a really big kind of partnership. Usually those really big partnerships or big deals or whatever that you get, they usually come off the back of a referral from somebody small, which comes from just yeah. being, being true to the core. Yeah, that's exactly right. And thinking about the way healthcare is going and, and obviously there's so much of it that is getting digitized, but I, I think you can't underestimate the importance of relationships and that's with the referrers, but also with, with patients as well. And I know with, you know, having to diversify practices, you know, adding more value as we're moving away from bulk billing and that sort of thing, adding the value in there of being like, we've got this great team of dietitians that we work with. And the way that I've set Verde up is so that we've got practitioners with varying areas of expertise. So we've got someone who specializes in fertility and nutrition, gut health, diabetes, eating disorders. And obviously we know enough to be able to service every sort of all the different things if it was just one of us. But at the same time, we all develop different areas of interest and expertise. So you can, it means that you can see the best person for that rather than seeing someone who can do it, but it's not their specific area, mm. which I think is really important for that client journey and, and helping to make sure that they're getting the best care possible too. Yeah. Actually, we, we glossed over it before because often you can take it for granted that that everyone kind of knows, but you mentioned the Medicare piece and, and the coverage there. You know, yeah. we often mention it in passing, oh, you know, telehealth is ubiquitous now and everything. But for those that are potentially interested in in having a chat and wondering, well, do I, does Medicare pay for this? Do I need to pay for this? How does it work at the moment in terms of what you do and how Medicare covers it? Yeah, of course. So at the moment with a chronic disease management plan from your GP, the rebate from Medicare, it's, it's $54 and, and about 60 cents, I think. So 
probably should know that number exactly off the top of my head, but anyway. Um, so <laughs> they might increase um, it a few. Se- oh, sorry, I was going to be cheeky, but that's okay. Let, let's not let's not get down that path. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great if they increased it. So <laughs> there there is a gap for that for people, unless the GP specifically says, you know, this person's really struggling. Um, can you bulk bill them? So there there are certain instances when we can bulk bill individuals who are in a more tricky place. But generally, similar to, to a lot of other clinics, living on bulk billing is is a really challenging thing. It's it's not a huge amount of money to be able to to build a practice on. So that's why we do have the gap there. At the moment, the way we've got the business structured is it's a, a pay as you go. But we have been looking at utilizing packages a little bit more. It's just there's so many different options out there that people do, and I want to make sure that I get the package offering right because again, it depends on an individual and and why they're coming. So I don't think it can just be a blanket. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. That's important for a few reasons as well, because it ties into what you mentioned about building relationships and having that trust and credibility. Because you are in a space, fortunate or not, there is a lot of information out there on the internet. If you Google like the, the whole Dr. Google thing, but also just information about what, what you can eat and what you can't. I'm pretty sure every piece of food you'll find an article that says that it's healthy and that it's not healthy. Yeah. So how do you kind <laughs> of like, how do you deal with that in terms of being, you know, a, a good credible resource for, for this kind of information, but in amongst all this noise? Yeah, it, it's a double-edged sword, right? So, mm. you know, on one hand, I think it's so great that there's so much information out there because it means that people can access information so that, you know, if they just want to learn a vegetable's healthy, then they don't need to come to see a dietitian to learn about that. You're going to be able to find that pretty pretty easily online. And then they're sort of saving their money to, if they do need to come and see a dietitian, it's for something that's that little bit more specific. On the flip side of that though, you know, to use the vegetable example, like, you know, there's a million articles out there, you know, maybe broccoli is not so good for you and, you know, this one's not so good and, you know, whatever it might be. So yeah. there's so much, con- my, my point is there's so much conflicting information out there around yeah. nutrition and what healthy actually looks like. But I think the reason, part of the reason for that is there's no one size fits all thing when it comes to diet. And I think that's one of the things that maybe gets glossed over a little bit from a dietitian perspective is, you know, when, when someone's walking through our door, we're not going, here's our cut paste, cookie cutter meal plan. Yeah. All right. See you later. It is being really personalized to them as individuals and ensuring that we're not telling them to go and eat something that they don't want to go and eat. It's it's about making it so it's as easy as possible to make the changes. A lot of it is focusing on actual behavior change and psychology rather than go and eat how many serves of this and how many serves of mm. that. Of course, that's part of it, but it's it's only a really small part of what we do. And then for those that think that it's worth the chat or want to learn more and how do they find out about what you do when get in touch? Yeah, cool. So the Verde website is vedanutrition.co, um, nice and short and sweet, or my personal website is chloemcleod.com. So head to either of those if you'd like to learn a little bit more. And if you'd like to chat, whether you're a practitioner who's looking to, to build a relationship and maybe refer, or maybe you're somebody who's wanting to organize a, a session, if you're needing that little bit of help from a feeling perspective, we'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. We'll, we'll put all of that in the show notes of the episode for people to check out and click through to those and follow you on socials as well. Cause you've got some really good resources and you're always featuring in different articles and pieces that have some really good information. So I encourage everyone to jump on and check that out too. Chloe, I appreciate you coming on and having a chat in between everything. It's great to connect here and look forward to doing it again soon. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me, Pete. Before you go, just a reminder to jump over to our YouTube channel and subscribe and watch some episodes there. There are podcast episodes, summit sessions, and a bunch of other interesting content on our channel. You can just search Talking Health Tech in the YouTube app.
or click on the link in the show notes of your podcast player and it should just take you straight there. Thank you. For more content and community about technology and healthcare, visit talkinghealthtech.com.